It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. I'm not bad type. Make your mama sad type. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, the yummy, yum. Trust Billboard Senior Director of Charts. And filling in for Jordan Rowling, I'm Danica Daniel, Senior Editor of The Players. And this is This Week in Billboard News. Let's get into it. Billie Eilish won big and made history at the 62nd Annual Grammy Awards on Sunday night. Before the show started, Billboard caught up with the bad guy girl on the red carpet and asked her how it felt to be at the show. Billie actually wasn't feeling so confident. It's crazy to be on the other side, which is like something I never would have expected in my life. Um, it feels like I'm like in a movie right now. Or it feels like I was let in by accident. That's like the vibe I got. I'm like, wow, I'm not meant to be here. This is like... No one wants me here. That's how I feel. But I'm so grateful to be here. I mean, to say no one wants her there is kind of crazy. The pop star went on to become the youngest person to be nominated for and win awards in all four major categories, including like Album of the Year, Record of the Year, Song of the Year, and Best New Artist, all in the same night. You know, not only that, but Eilish is also the only woman to win the big four awards in the same night and the second artist ever to do so. I mean, after Christopher Cross in Yeah, we're going way back. Uh, for Christopher Cross back then, singer known as the father of Yacht Rock, uh, has also made many great albums since then, took to social media following the awards to congratulate the duo and welcome them to an exclusive club that until Sunday night had only him as a member. He wrote, My record of winning four general field Grammys in one night stood for 39 years until a talented young sister and brother came along. Congratulations, Billie Eilish and Phineas, for your remarkable contribution to music history. Well done. So the 18-year-old singer and first-time Grammy winner won five of her six nominations during the ceremony, including the four major awards, as well as the Best Pop Vocal Album. Eilish, who grew up recording songs with her brother Phineas O'Connell, took to the stage to accept her award for Song of the Year, saying, I never thought this would ever happened in my whole life. I feel like I, I joke around a lot and I never take anything seriously at these kind of things, but I genuinely want to say um, I'm so grateful and I only want to say that I'm grateful and that I'm so honored to be here amongst all of you. And fun fact, Phineas co-produced Camila Cabello's First Man, song that she sang to her dad, about her dad, at the Grammys. So even more Phineas than we might have imagined at the Grammys Sunday night. But you were the first man. As well as being recognized with major nominations, Eilish and Phineas performed an emotional acoustic version of When the Party's Over from her debut album. All right, so Lindsay Havens, Billboard's senior editor, is here. Welcome, Lindsay. 
Thank you for having me again. So you're our Billie Eilish expert. <laughs> Apparently so. <laughs> so uh, you've been following her career for a long time. You wrote a cover story about Billie earlier this year. You've been following her success all along. This huge historic success, first woman ever to sweep the big four categories in one night. Did you think that that was actually possible? Were you surprised? I have to say I was a little bit surprised. The The big conversation that I've been having with myself and others here is that, you know, when thinking about the Grammys and specifically what the Academy will do, I think that's where the conversation goes whether or not I wanted an artist to win or thought that she would win all four, I always think about, well, what would the Academy do to surprise us or what might seem more aligned with what they've typically done in the past. So with that in mind, I was thinking that they would switch it up a little bit, maybe spread it out. There were so many talented nominees this year. So for that alone, I was a little surprised to see that she totally swept. Um, not to say I didn't want that or it's not at all deserved because I can't think of anyone who has worked harder than Billy and Phineas over these past several years. I mean, a lot of people are quick to say, you know, this was one year she... Her and her brother really hunkered down and knocked this album out, but they have been going since she was 16, probably even before that, really. So it's, I think it's well-deserved and really exciting for them. Yeah, and that's a good point about the competition with mm -hmm. uh, new artists uh, in the category for new artists, Lizzo, Lil Nas X. Some of these artists had record-breaking on the charts, success. So for her to win uh, all four awards, I think that even is a bigger deal when you look at the competition. Absolutely. So, Lindsay, what do you think? How does she follow this now that the bar has been raised? And backlash, too, is a potential concern because Christopher Cross, unfairly, you could say, faced that just because when you start that strong, where do you go from there? Of course. And, you know, that's already happening a little bit. There's that clip going viral on Twitter of Billy whispering to herself, please don't be me, please don't be me. It's really hard to see that. But I think you also have to remember Billy's one of the most confident people who all of us have either encountered or witnessed from afar. And so I, I think that was really in in good humor, her whispering that to herself. I don't think it's anything bigger that people are analyzing. But, you know, she's already scheduled to play at the Oscars next week. She very well could win an Oscar in her future. She could become an EGOT eventually. I don't think Billy's going anywhere anytime soon. It is a lot of success very early on for her and her brother, but that doesn't necessarily mean that there can't be more in the future. Pretty good problems to have, I guess. Overall. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Lindsay. Of course. Thanks, Lindsay. For more Grammy updates, head to Billboard.com. Demi Lovato, with a tear-stained face, returned to the Grammy stage after two years in a major health crisis with an anthem of survival. You know, it was really beautiful because Demi received a standing ovation at the Grammys after having to restart the emotional charge song, Anyone. Anyone, me, anyone. Performance was felt by many, including Sam Smith, Selena Gomez, and Pink, who gushed on Twitter, quote, Oh, Demi Lovato, you just tore me down. I'm so glad you're here to sing those words to sing like that. You just gave the whole world a gift straight from the heart. Thank you. It was really cute. Selena Gomez actually praised her on Instagram stories saying, I wish there were words to describe how beautiful, inspirational, and deserved this movement was. Demi, I'm so happy for you. Thank you for your courage and bravery. And on their Instagram story, Sam Smith wrote, I am in tears. That is singing. That is heart and that is truth. Yeah, the cold hard truth hit Demi hard as she revealed to Zane Lowe on his Beats One show that she wrote the song just a few days before being hospitalized in July 2018 for an overdose. If there's ever a moment where I get to come back from this, I want to sing this song. Demi's confident comeback continues this Sunday at the Super Bowl, where she'll perform the national anthem. For more on Demi Lovato's emotional performance and all of the Grammy's biggest moments, head over to Billboard.com. Hey, 
you know we're days away from watching Jennifer Lopez and Shakira perform at the Super Bowl 54 halftime show at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami on Sunday. Both artists made the announcement in late September by posting the news on social media, where they've also been sharing photos and videos while rehearsing. Shakira was showing off how her hips don't lie during a montage working out in the Miami Dolphins training center. And uh, Jennifer Lopez prepped for her time in the spotlight by running mock drills on the field. We have no doubt they will be putting on an amazing show, but many people also look forward to the iconic commercials during football's biggest night. And after a whirlwind record-breaking 2019, Little Nas X is continuing his cultural dominance right at the start of the new decade. Yeah, the rapper kicked off 2020 by scoring his first Grammy wins for Best Music Video and Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Old Town Road alongside Billy Ray Cyrus. Now Lil Nas X is raising the stakes even higher with his first ever Doritos Cool Ranch Super Bowl commercial. Billboard's very own associate editor, Bianca Gracie, caught up with him and he shared his experience working with Doritos. She asked him how the collaboration came about and he told her how Doritos begged him. They were like, Nas, we love you so much and we really please, please want you in. I'm, I'm joking. They were kind of just like, they gave me the opportunity to do the commercial and it was an immediate yes, pretty much. I mean, who doesn't love Doritos? The commercial finds the Grammy winner rolling up to a saloon where he runs into veteran film actor and frequent Western star Sam Elliott. But instead of your typical cowboy standoff, the pair challenge each other to an energetic dance battle. When Bianca asked little Nas if Sam shared some wisdom, Nas had this to say. He told me how to, uh, like, roll my mustache. I didn't even know little Nas X had a mustache. <laughs> Anyone's going to give you advice on how to roll a mustache. Sam Elliott, pretty good guy to do that. Uh, very true, very true. All in all, starring in a commercial during the Super Bowl is a big deal. I mean, even little Nas X knows that. And it, I guess it still hasn't sunk in. Yeah. But it's it's such a great and, like, huge thing mm. for especially me as a new artist. Yeah. And any artist whatsoever uh, or actor or whatever, just mm -hmm. being in a Super Bowl commercial is still. All right, Danique, you might have to tell me how this commercial was because my Patriots are not in the Super Bowl this year. Not sure I'm going to watch. I'll let you know because I live for the commercials. <laughs> All right, to catch a sneak peek of Lil Nas X's Doritos commercial, head to Billboard.com, or you can wait for Sunday night's big game when that commercial will air during the third quarter. Super Bowl 54 kicks off at 6.30 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. I'm Justin. I am from Stratford, Ontario, Canada. I am uh, an artist. I make music. Yeah, you got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum, that yummy, yummy. So, Gary, in case you didn't know, I'm a true believer. And on Monday, the long-awaited Justin Bieber documentary debuted as a YouTube original, and Billboard went behind the lens to get the narrative on how it all came together. Clocking in at close to two hours, Justin Bieber's seasons will roll out in 10 bite-sized parts, two episodes per week, and that enabled director Michael D. Ratner to record up-to-the-minute experiences. The doc arrives ahead of Bieber's new album, Changes, due on Valentine's Day. Ratner told Billboard, I thought it would be unique to spin all the way from the end of Purpose, Bieber's last album in 2015, to right now. And by right now, I mean, we haven't even filmed the 10th episode yet. You're going to see right after the album is out, the world's reception to it, and in the days that follow its release. You know, while Ratner says the entire doc may not air in five weeks, he says it will stick close to that schedule with Bieber's tour 
tour to follow. Of the upcoming Trek Scooter Braun, Justin's longtime manager and founder of SB Projects told Billboard it's going to be huge, exciting, and a celebration. So in the first episode of Seasons, Braun sets up the tone of the documentary by saying this. No one's ever grown up in the history of humanity like Justin Bieber. No one's ever been that famous worldwide in an era of social media where every year of your adolescence, you are the most Googled person on the planet. Seasons gives fans a look at Bieber's tumultuous past four years, from quiet moments walking around his hometown to never-seen footage of his wedding, to his recent battle with Lyme disease, to studio time creating the new album. It's all woven together through straight-at-the-camera, pretty stark conversations where he addresses fame, faith, accountability, depression, and a lot more. And as we just mentioned, this Valentine's Day, get ready to fall in love with Bieber all over again. Changes is set to arrive on February 14th. Yep, the follow-up to 2015's Purpose will include previously released single Yummy, which debuted at number two, its high point so far, on the Billboard Hot 100, along with his brand new track Get Me featuring Kalani, and pretty soon you'll be able to catch a live performance of that song. Looking at the way we're blending in, you're getting me. In support of his fifth proper studio album starting in May, Bieber is hitting the road for his full-scale Changes Tour, and Kehlani will join select dates along with Jaden Smith. Tickets for the North American Tour go on sale to the general public also on February 14th. In the meantime, for the full list of dates, head to Billboard.com. Tuesday night, K-pop superstars BTS were the musical guests on CBS's The Late Late Show with James Corden, where they performed Black Swans, the first single after their forthcoming album Map of the Soul 7, due February 21st. Aside from hitting the stage while on The Late Late Show, the guys also sat down to discuss their Grammy Awards performance and what it meant to them to perform on the big stage. Everything about that night, was so special. We couldn't believe it. It felt like K-pop was finally recognized worldwide. Corden also asked them what they would do if they ever forgot their intricate choreography. Sorry, Corden. Sorry. Sorry. Please. All right, and if you didn't already know, on Sunday, BTS made history when it became the first Korean act ever to perform at the Grammys. Wow, that's amazing. And chart news, history as well, for BTS. That new single, Black Swan, debuts on the Billboard Hot 100 this week. It starts as their record-extending 18th number one on the World Digital Song sales chart. And they also tie Justin Bieber for most weeks at number one ever, 163. That's the most time ever at number one on our Social 50 chart. For a full recap of BTS's appearance on The Late Late Show, head to Billboard.com. Three days after the tragic death of basketball legend Kobe Bryant and his daughter Gianna, Kobe's wife Vanessa finally had the strength to make a statement on Instagram. After changing her Instagram profile picture to one of her late husband and daughter, she shared a family photo on Wednesday with an emotional message thanking everyone for all their support and prayers. The post reads in part, We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of my adoring husband Kobe, the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful, sweet Gianna, a loving, thoughtful, and wonderful daughter. I take comfort in knowing that Kobe and Gigi both knew that they were so deeply loved. We were so incredibly blessed to have them in our lives. I wish they were here with us forever. They were our beautiful blessings taken from us too soon. Vanessa went on to note that in honor of the Team Mamba family, the Mamba Sports Foundation set up a fund called Mamba on Three to help the families of the other victims of the devastating helicopter crash. 
Along with fans, many celebrities have taken to social media to express their sadness and condolences in the wake of Brian's death. In a social media post, Jennifer Lopez says she and fiance Alex Rodriguez scrolled through Kobe's feed and remembered the superstar's special moments on and off the court. This is the truth that rings out the loudest, she wrote in a post accompanying a happy photo of the Bryants. Family is what matters most. We are all feeling the sadness from this loss, but all I can think of is that it is a grain of sand compared to what Vanessa must be going through right now. Beyonce posted a series of three images of Kobe and she wrote, I will continue to diligently pray for your queens. You are deeply missed, beloved Kobe. Selena Gomez also made this statement. So devastated to hear the news about Kobe Bryant. What I remember most about him is how kind and gracious he was to my family. He even held my godson saying he would teach him how to shoot jump shots. Kanye West posted a picture of himself with Kobe, Swizz Beats, and Mos Def. Kobe, we love you, brother. We're praying for your family and appreciate the life you've lived and all the inspiration you gave. Demi Lovato posted a pic of her with Kobe and said, this makes me so sad. Kobe, you were always so sweet to me. Known you over 10 years, not super well, but we always joked about how you coming over and playing that game of horse. You would be so missed by so many. You're a legend with wings now. So many musicians had spent time with Kobe. Justin Bieber as well posted a picture of himself when he was younger with Kobe. He wrote, it can't be. You always encouraged me, Mamba. Gave me some of the best quotes that we smile about to this day. Love you, man. Rihanna also posted a picture of Kobe and his daughter. Still doesn't feel real. Still can't find the right words. We miss you, man. May God have mercy on the Bryant family and the families of all the souls we lost. Bryant was 41. He was a five-time NBA champion and 2008 NBA MVP. And many fans consider him to be easily among the best ever to play the game. Gianna was just 13. If you'd like to donate to Mamba on 3, head to Billboard.com. Black Paraders, Killjoys, and everyone else who couldn't make it to Los Angeles in December when the band reunited for a one-time show on the 20th. Rejoice, because My Chemical Romance is touring its home turf. The band announced its 18 tour dates across the U.S. and Canada for later this year in September and October. It begins September 9th in Detroit and wraps October 11th in Las Vegas, primarily an arena tour with a trio of festivals peppered in. Chicago's Riot Fest, Atlanta's Music Midtown, and Sacramento, California's Aftershock. In between, they'll play a true hometown show, hitting the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, the city where Mike Hem formed back in 2001. But the big question is, will the reunion bring you music? The band has yet to reveal anything on that topic, so fans will have to continue wondering. Their last studio album was 2010's Danger Days, the true lives of the fabulous Killjoys, and their last U.S. tour came a year later. All right, for a full list of tour dates, head to Billboard.com. Lady Gaga has never been afraid to get personal. And it looks like a case of like mother, like daughter. In a new interview for the Today Show's web series Through Mom's Eyes, Gaga's mom, Cynthia Germanata, opened up to host Chanel Jones about her famous daughter's early struggles with depression, describing how severe isolation and bullying led to young Stephanie's battles with mental illness. In middle school, because she was unique, started experiencing a lot of struggles. Cynthia says because she wasn't as well informed about mental health as she is now, she didn't realize the depths of Gaga's childhood depression. I felt where I made mistakes was I didn't 
really know the warning signs to look for. Now, the subject of mental health is very important to them both, and Cynthia says it's the reason her daughter wanted to launch an organization that would help young people be, quote, better equipped to deal with their struggles than she was. So together, back in 2012, Gaga and Cynthia launched the Born This Way Foundation to support the mental and emotional wellness of young people with, quote, the goal of creating a kinder and braver world. For a full recap of Cynthia's interview, head to Billboard.com. Filling with the venom and eliminate him. Other words, I'm intimate. I don't want to hurt him, but I did him in a fitter rage. I'm murdering again. Nobody will have been a fitter. Kill him and dump the fucking bodies in the lake. Obliterating everything is generator. And again, I'm here to make anybody who wanted with the pinnacle. Gary, you're the charts guru. Tell us what you know. I'm one of them. But, all right, looking to this week's chart news beyond BTS, who we mentioned before, Eminem makes history atop the Billboard 200 albums chart this week as the surprise album, Music to Be Murdered By, debuts as his 10th consecutive number one. It's a new record. He passes Kanye West 9, although Kanye's streak is also active, so we actually could see the two continue to volley back and forth for the record going forward. I love how Beyonce has made surprise records like a normal thing now. It's absolutely. Uh, it's almost surprise isn't a surprise. Isn't that a, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Eminem's new album opens with 279,000 equivalent album units, according to Nielsen Music MRC data, and edges out fellow strong debuts from Halsey with Manic at number two, and Mac Miller, whose posthumous set Circles, starts at number three. It's really cool to see Mac Miller's fans going out there and, you know, supporting his legacy. Yeah. Buzzing all the bells out the box. I just hit a lick with the box. Over on the Billboard Hot 100 Songs chart, Rowdy Rich's The Box spends a third week at number one, while Eminem's Godzilla, featuring Juice World, soars in at number three. That's the 22nd top 10 for Eminem. It's also the third top 10 for Juice World. You know, if Godzilla makes another remake, I need Eminem's song on there. Best New Artist Grammy nominee Maggie Rogers may have watched Billie Eilish win in that category, but Maggie's a champion on the charts this week. Her current single, Love You For A Long Time, hits number one on the Adult Alternative Songs chart, where it's her second leader. A year ago, Light On spent three weeks at number one. Plus, Meg Myers earns her first number one on the Alternative Songs chart with her cover of Kate Bush's 1985 classic Running Up That Hill, and she sets a record doing so as Myers' remake reaches the top spot in its 42nd week. That completes the longest climb ever to number one on the chart. So 42 weeks, Danica, to get an idea of how far back that really is, it's, it's basically back to 1985 when Kate Bush put out the song originally. <laughs> And looking ahead to next week's charts, we should see the Grammys make a big impact, especially for albums by Billie Eilish and Lizzo on the Billboard 200. Plus, after performing her emotional new ballad, Anyone at the Grammys, Demi Lovato's new song should make a strong sales debut. Also, strong sales debut, it looks like, for Camila Cabello's First Man. Again, she's saying that about and to her dad at the Grammys Sunday night. As always, for the reveal of the Billboard 200's Top 10, check out Billboard.com this Sunday and come back Monday to find out the Top 10 on the Hot 100. So glad to see all these strong women getting it done. All right, that's all for this week. I'm Gary Trouse, Billboard Senior Director of Charts. And I'm Danika Daniel, Senior Editor at The Players. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today 
at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.